0: Have you ever felt like a sloth going about your day extremely slow, not getting much accomplished? Well, have no fear because I, Justin, am here to give you a swift kick in your ass. I have partnered with Rep Sports, the creators of the Raz Energy Drink, and we have partnered to come up with an exclusive offer to all my listeners. If you visit repsports.com and you make a purchase, if you put in a discount code K F P you will receive 15% off of your purchase. Again, visit repsports.com Once you make your final purchase, put in this promo code, KFP, and you will get an additional 15% off your total. And that, my friend, is how I'm going to get your ass moving.
1: Welcome back to the Second City Pod. Today I'm the hostess with the mostest. Fuck you, it's Andrew,
0: and and, and yeah, go ahead. And I and I'm Justin. Uh, nice intro, Andrew. Thank you. Andrew. Um, I thought about. It. <laughs> I see that. So, uh, Andrew, you know, I find you a little entertaining, um, maybe a little funny, but uh, the gentleman that we have on our show is funny, and that is. <laughs> up comedian. <laughs> he's he's like, eh, maybe. Uh, that is Damon Miller. Damon, welcome hey. to the show. Man. How are you? That's,
2: I'm good, man. I have my moments. Uh, <laughs> yeah. How you guys doing?
0: Well, we're we're, we're doing good. I mean, Andrew, how are you? I'm not. I'm not drunk, so I don't know how to feel. <laughs> oh, that's good to know.
1: I'm just joking. I don't have a problem.
0: Yeah, no, I'm fine. Good. Awesome. So, Damon. T okay. tell us a little, a little, little snippet of, 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 uh, who you are, kind of like where you started, and, uh, and, yeah, just a little snippet of your little bio of you.
2: Okay, sure. Uh, well, I guess, uh, I'm a stand-up comic. That's, uh, my thing, I guess. Um, I'm, I've been at it for like ten and a half years. I started in Milwaukee, uh, Wisconsin, actually. And now I live in Brooklyn, which is, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, and then I moved to Brooklyn and, uh, there, that's my life story. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's I don't a, know. That's a good, hey, listen, it, that's the cliff notes right there that, for
0: you. You know what? That's, that's, that's perfectly fine. So were you like born and kind of like raised in, in Wisconsin or you just ended up like started out in Milwaukee?
2: Nah, check this out. I uh I'm from upstate New York, a place called Binghamton, right? It's like real seedy, real it's small town, but like everybody's out to rob you. You know what I mean? Uh <laughs> like the mayor of Binghamton is studying for his GED. You know what I mean? That's the type of place I'm from. <laughs> I'm, I'm from seriously? A place where, Yeah. I'm from a place where like people would like, leave the wedding to take back cans and bottles. You know what I mean? Like, I'm from a rough little place, man. And, uh, no, I, uh, but I was able to read books. So I got out and, uh, I went to college. I got out and I started working in TV. Uh, I started working in TV. I was in, uh, a photojournalist and, uh, I worked in a few places. And the, the final place I ended up was Milwaukee, Wisconsin, a, a TV news station called Fox 6. And, uh, it was while I was there that I had, like, a kind of a sad moment in my life, but it was like one of those, uh, one of those times where you're like, you know, it like shakes your soul. And I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta change my life. And I always wanted to do stand up comedy. So I wrote a couple of jokes and I went to an open mic and then I've been doing stand up ever since. And, uh, yeah, so that's it in a nutshell. That's how I got to Milwaukee and that's how. Um, that's how I started stand up And then, you know, it was going good for a while. And then I, I started getting hired at comedy clubs like a lot. And I was like, it's time to quit my job. And the moment I quit my job, they stopped, like, <laughs> they stopped <laughs> offering me gigs, you know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, that's it. And then I ended up moving to New York to, uh, to, to chase the dream but also to chase a woman and also to chase the bottle you know I've done I've done it all
0: so how how is the chasing
2: is the chasing good like are you is it are you near the finish not at all man <laughs> I uh I've told people this before but I think comedy with comedy you're at the bottom until you're at the top you know what I mean and the bottom is huge you know what I mean people that like our kind of household names are still at the bottom because I'm on shows with people that you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, there's, there's com, comics that I see on TV are like my buddies and come to my uh, bar show in Brooklyn and do that for free. You know, it's like, it's just, I kind of think that's the way the comedy business, unless you're selling out arenas, you haven't made it. Um, yeah, that's, I, uh, uh, I, I,
0: I mean, I'm not sure, if you don't enjoy comedy, I, I'm not sure if there's something wrong with you as a, as a person, as a human being. Um, yeah. yeah, but it's like, uh, other comedians that I've heard just kind of like, you know, do little short interviews. I've always said, like, if you're not selling out arenas, then you really haven't, like, met the pinnacle of your career. And it's just like, God, that's a really, that's a really, really, Halt has to, to to meet to sell out an arena i mean arena isn't like two thousand people that's right a
2: big it's a big bunch yeah. of people to, to sell out well it's a little bit of an exaggeration but my point being that like um i I could be on a show with okay for example like do you, uh i don't want to drop any names but like some of my friends will be like on tv like the night before, they'll do like, um, they'll be on Comedy Central, but then the very next day, we're doing the same bar show together, and the producer is paying us in drink tickets. And so, you're always this, you're always here until, you're like, you're a writer on TV, or, or an actor in a show, and it's just like, comedy's weird like that. And then it's weird, because, like, like, my mom will think I'm, like, successful, you know what I mean? Because I have a comedy album out, and I'm like, mom, you know what I mean? I mean <laughs> I was like, Ma, people have to download it first. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they <laughs> have it. You know what I mean? They, um, gotta, they gotta buy the subscription. They gotta buy it though. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh-oh.
1: I've
2: been fighting... Can anybody hear me?
0: No, we can... Now I can hear you. Oh, we, we lost you for like five seconds. Okay. Now you're back.
2: Um, I probably, there's probably a strain on my internet because my girlfriend, who's an actor, she's, uh, she's doing like a Zoom reading of like a Shakespeare play <laughs> right now. Uh, so, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. You
2: got a lot going on in the little household right now, huh? Yeah, and we're not even home. We're actually hiding, um, we're hiding out in North Carolina. We left uh we left Brooklyn in uh in March, end of March, and we've been here ever since. And we're staying at my girlfriend's dad's. And uh I mean, it's been
0: Wait, you're you're hiding?
2: Like well, you, like like are we exposing you now? No, no, not really hiding like from any government agencies, but I mean ch- child support enforcement a little bit, but not really <laughs> not like the feds or anything. Um No, No, but we we came down here just because we live in, like, a a small, tiny little apartment in Brooklyn, and uh, we knew we were going to be quarantining and under lockdown for so long that we were like, we can't, we will kill each other, you know? (laughs) Only one person can be in our kitchen at a time, so it's like... (laughs) My friends
1: actually, he lives in New York, and, like, when all this shit started hitting the fan... He sent now, like, a thing on Facebook, like, anyone who can give me a job literally doesn't matter what state you're in. Just, you know, if if you can hook me up with a job and a place to live, like, I'll pay you to, to do whatever. Just, like, get out of New York because it'll, like, hit really bad over there or whatever. So, fuck yeah. that.
2: Well, the irony is it's worse here now than it is in New York City. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's <laughs> Yeah, what's going on with that? Yeah, cuz everybody's like partying and shit down here. You know what I mean? Nobody's wearing a mask. They're all like, you know, they're like getting doing lap dances in the streets down here. It's Oh, is it like I, Mardi Gras every day or something over there? Yeah, you know, everybody's like nobody takes it seriously, so so it's going up, you know, and it's like why I don't oh, know. I kind of it, it, it's absolutely terrible. I mean, like, Florida
0: is, it, is, like, it's already, like, beginning to shut down. Like, they, they, just, they just opened up,
2: like, weeks ago, and now they're like, oh, <laughs> shit, we gotta shut yeah. that down. You motherfuckers. Couldn't you just wait two more man. weeks, man? Yeah,
0: exactly. And then, then they say, oh, we didn't open
2: up. We didn't open up early at all. What are you talking about? You, talking you, about you fucking were the first one. Yeah. 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 The whole <laughs> state was shit, sharing, God. like, one mask. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I saw two people in Florida wearing the same mask. You know what I mean? I was like, it's not going to work that way, Chief.
0: Awesome. <laughs> uh, so let, let me. Let, I I'm always kind of curious about when when people have a profession or they have a, some type of feel that they're in. Like, was what was like your inspiration? For, like, who who was
2: like the 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 community that kind of like steered you in the direction that you're at. Ooh, there's a guy named Dob Davidoff who is really the the number one comic for me. He's on that show Crashing. He's that's probably what he's like most well known for. But um, I bought his comedy album in like a like a bargain bin. Remember when you used to be able to buy CDs in stores and stuff? Yeah, 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 the, yeah. the good old, the good old days. Yeah, I found I found his CD for three ninety nine in this bargain bin. And I put it on. It's called Dog Davidoff's The Point Is. It's it's a killer album. And, like, I mean, it's nonstop. And the way he delivers his comedy, it's like he kind of, like, on stage, he, like, ratchets up his, uh, his ADD a little bit. So it's, like, it's really hard to know where you're at in the joke. So you can't really guess the punchline. And by the time he hits you with the punchline, like, it's always, like, a surprise. And, like, as soon as I heard that album, I was like, this is – yeah, I mean, I already was, I already wanted to do stand-up, and I had a, probably already done a few mics when I found out about this guy. But, yeah, he was the guy that, like, changed it for me. I was like, this is how you do it. Um And before that, I mean, it was Richard Pryor before that. I can't even say the name of the album that uh inspired me. Uh but, <laughs> So you know which one I'm talking about. Yeah, um, yeah, we have a we have a good idea what it is. <laughs> yeah, but that was my favorite one, and... I wasn't even trying to be a comic at the time when I had it. I was actually a DJ, and I would scratch that record. You know what I mean? What? And, uh, yeah, I used to be a DJ, and uh, I would, like, scratch that record. And then one day, like, both of the records are playing like this, right? And then the beat record stops, and Richard Pryor just keeps talking and talking. And I just I was like, oh, this dude is funny, right? He's talking about like aliens coming down into the hood and like getting their ship stolen from them. Yeah. Yeah. That, that for me, I was like, Oh, so I never scratched it again after that. I started listening to that a lot and, uh, that's probably a good idea. I,
0: I you yeah. know, you, you, uh, you, you're a man of all trades. I mean, a DJ and a comedian. Like you, you're like the best of both worlds, man. Yeah. Um,
2: uh, uh, a news photographer. I just had a I just I do a show called the Low Budget Show and I just talked about how uh how I dabble in all kinds of stuff and never really uh finish anything. You know what I mean? Wait, that's like Is, that's is that your, your
0: your your Father's Day special that's gonna be coming out? What's that? Is that gonna be your your father's day special episode that's coming out?
2: Yeah, that's the same show. That one's coming out Friday. It's uh yeah. Check it oh, out, that's... it's called the Low Budget Show. It's, yes. it's so like get... my little baby. I'll... I'm glad you brought that up
0: because I want to know, like, what what made you decide to to start that? Like, what like was there, you just needed to do it because you just wanted to do it? Like, what, what was? You, it?
2: You, no, I got a better story than that. Like, a lot of people just start podcasts because they're like narcissistic and they want more and more and more. Uh, what are you I to started doing. <laughs> 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 well, you guys know, right? <laughs> Maybe Andrew. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, know. I actually. Go ahead, my bed. No, that's right. I uh, I actually. So when I quit my job in the news, I was moving around. I had a girlfriend at the time who was a, a, a nurse, and she would do like, she would do like, uh, short periods of time at one hospital, and then we'd go to another city, and she'd get a little contract and do it there. And uh, I have a drinking problem. What do you know? And uh, I lost my license, <laughs> so yeah, I I got a couple of DUIs. No big deal. Um, I <laughs> but I lost my. <laughs> oh, here. Andrew. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't lose my license, but yeah, I have a. Problem. I used to drunk. <laughs> I used to drunk drive from Chicago to Milwaukee like twice a week. <laughs> the whole trip. I don't know why I'm laughing about that. You know what I mean. <laughs> I have a serious issue. Um, I do. I have a problem with it, but I'm working on it. And anyway, this is about the low budget show. I uh, so I lost my license, and when my girlfriend would go to her job, I didn't. I couldn't drive my car, so I couldn't go to open mics and I couldn't practice my comedy. Uh, so what I did was I just started hitting record on my cameras. And, uh, talking to the camera as if it was like an open mic, sort of. And then I edited it together into a show and boom, low budget show was born.
0: No, I, I like, I like that, like, you look, your cameras, the way you position them in in your room, or I'm assuming yeah. it's your room, like how you yeah. just kind of like look and it's like, it's, it, it flashes to one camera and then I'll come back to a different camera. It's, it's very like, it's, it's amusing. Just. Just that that part right there when I start when I when I started watching I was like that right there is just amusing to me. I mean yeah maybe that's because I'm just not
2: as I don't know it's just amusing. Well the sh- the show is technically supposed to take place inside my brain sort of you know what I mean like okay. I feel like so I'll I'll be a little extra honest on there some I you know I like I'm like why did I just talk about wetting the bed you know what I mean like things like that <laughs> and. uh but it yeah. happens to all of us. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't wet yeah. the
0: bed as an adult, then, then we've got problems. I think every adult has wet the bed.
2: Well, yeah. Right? I know. I,
0: I, I, yeah, no, my,
1: okay, so, like, the last time that I pissed myself was, like, fuck, like, I think like a year or two ago, but, but it was on accident, it's just because I got a small dick and I didn't think that, it, I I thought it was past my pants, you know what I mean? Well this time run. it was
2: on accident as as not like the other times where it was on purpose. <laughs> no, yeah, no.
1: I love pissing myself. I really do. I have a I have a fetish.
2: That's cool. I've seen some videos like that. You know where the girls' sweatpants get like extra extra gray? Oh um, The, the girl snakes
1: <laughs> Like there's some dad out there who's gone on to jack off and then seen like <laughs> <laughs> his daughter or his niece and it's like can you I would be so fucking depressed dude I mean yeah, yeah my daughter can
2: do.
1: What, my daughter can do whatever she wants but I wouldn't want to see it like fuck that
2: yeah that would be a fucked up thing to wander on to right um I'm well, always looking for I'm always looking for ex-girlfriends on there you know what I mean I'm like oh come on come on just tell me one of you guys is doing worse than when we were together you know <laughs> just one of you just one of you has to have gone downhill since we broke up. No? all You're all doing better? Oh, great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, son of a bitch. So, I got, I, to
0: me, out of everything that anybody does, I feel like the comedian has...
2: How do you guys come up with material? I mean, honestly, ah, I wish I knew. I you know what I mean? Because then I, I have like, more of it. it it's it's uh,
0: like there's there's so many comedians that come up with so much material and granted like you know, a lot of times you watch like these specials on on HBO or Comedy Central and they'll kinda of bring back their classics, but to constantly come up with something new, it it blows my mind. Like how how does you, how does one's brain work that way?
2: Well, I mean honestly I feel like you have to just be willing to I I can't, there's some people who can just think of things and write it down, and and I kind of have to go on stage and take a risk and just start talking, and if it doesn't go anywhere, then I jump into old material that already works, and then when I get a good laugh off of the old material, then I wander off and just ad-lib again, and uh, then usually I'll bump into something that kind of works, and then I'll form it later, and that's my process. Uh And then in that way it also doesn't come out canned. You know what I mean? Like when you, when you just sit down with a notebook and a pen and you're just, uh, like, okay, so I'd like to write a joke about cars. What's funny about cars? You know, and then you're like, I, it just, it doesn't feel authentic to me. So I like to get on stage and I like to just open my mouth and usually it doesn't, it's not always, (laughs) it's not always pretty the first time, but you know, if I start talking about like, losing my virginity or something and then the next time i get on stage i kind of talk about it again and it's a little bit funnier and tighter and then i don't so know that's, that's
1: a, how i do so that's how you work on like your timing or whatever
2: yeah by, yeah like, you know what just I mean? feeling out the crowd yeah and then you you just keep what works keep what works expand on it next time and i think that's the the thing about comedy is like um if you're a garage band if you if you you know, you and a couple of guys put a band together. You can practice in your garage until you're really good, and then go out and show it to the public. But as a comic, you got to go up at dog shit. You got to be terrible in front of people from beginning to end. You know, people have to see you. I put on my. I used to do an open mic called the Miramar in Milwaukee when I first started, and they would they would give you a CD of your set after every time. And I made a mistake about four or five years in. I put on my first, uh, comedy set. Oh, I wanted, I swear to God, I was gonna cut my wrists. I was like,
1: (laughs) what? It's, it's funny you say that. There's this venue in, uh, around the area that we live. I can't, I can't remember the name. But either way, I don't want to hype them up because the venue fucking sucked. But (laughs) at the end of your set, like, they would, they would give you a CD of your band, like, of, of your set that you did. And yeah. listening to it, I, <laughs> I I knew I didn't do good because um, I'm a vocalist, but, you know, not in a band anymore. But I was like, oh, it, it probably sounded fine. I, I sounded so bad. And, yeah, I could have killed myself right then and there. <laughs> I fucking hated it. But people yeah. still came out to see us. So, hey, fuck
2: it. I know. I know. You know what's funny? I also, when I first started, it didn't matter if I did good or if I did bad. And I mostly did bad. Because the feeling you get from it is so exhilarating that you think you did better than you did, you know. And so, because it's just like a high, and you're like, oh, that was so good. And then looking back, you're like, ah, man. I mean, I could watch a tape from two years ago and hate it. And um, but what I d- used to do is, like, when I first started, I invited everybody from my job to come to come watch, right? <laughs> And i ah, uh, I realize I suck now and and now, now that I'm like a pro right now that I get paid to do this i um they won't come see me. <laughs> because, like they, they will always picture they will always picture the guy on stage talking about taco Bell and diarrhea, you know what I mean? I'm grown, <laughs> I'm good now, actually, uh. Five years talk- from now, I, I won't think I will. I I, I won't think I was good, now. What was so that? Toc- Taco Bell and diarrhea, that is
0: funny, because that that's usually goes hand in hand.
2: Yeah, well, I know. I just didn't realize it was, you know, it was, it was hacky and cheap and easy. Uh, something happened to me, I'd say, around three or four years in when I, I just, like, opened up. You know, like, I wasn't – I didn't go for the low-hanging fruit anymore, and I just – I was willing to – I think what happened was I was just, like, willing to bomb more. And when you're willing to bomb, you'll go places that aren't as safe, and then the payoff is better. And I, I don't know. I'm talking about myself a lot. Is that how an interview works? Yeah, um, you know what?
0: That's absolutely fine. But well, my, my question is with, like, like social media and the way people are kind of, like, nowadays, I guess people are a little bit more sensitive there's certain things, regardless if you are a comedian, not a comedian, like people are just sensitive. So when you come up with your material, do you kind of, uh, do you push the limits or do you kind of stay within the barriers of, of
2: what, of your act? Mm. I don't, I don't know how to answer that. I just, I, I mean, I don't intentionally ever push buttons, but I'm a dark individual to begin with like I'm always gonna be just by nature in that realm where like people are like maybe you don't say that you know <laughs> and uh and I just I can't help I don't intentionally go out to be to be like a shock comic or anything like that that's kind of hack um but I do end up in some areas where I'm like like I'll go and I, I don't know it's weird because like there's certain people who can't I don't know where I was going with this, so yeah, I get <laughs> I got lost. I don't know, I haven't drank in seven months. my brain's just drying out um that's that's
1: awesome to hear. I don't know if I could ever do that you're you're a god amongst men, dude uh,
2: trust me, I needed it um but yeah, uh try and answer your question. Do you edit this by the way, or are you gonna leave in all my fumble mumbles? you know what we 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 the way we come out is the way we come out
0: like we're right. we're raw and authentic and uh th- th- to me there's no reason to edit because i feel like if there's if i'm editing stuff i'm presenting a false narrative All right. Cool. so there so yeah so that's just the way we operate
2: yeah so then i'll answer your question cleanly um <laughs> no i don't I don't write topical stuff on purpose. Like if it's on my if it's on my mind, I'll talk about it. If it's, I've had my girlfriend say, maybe take that down. You know what I mean. Uh, but she's she's more successful and famous than I am, so she uh, she she has to be guarded. You know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, got you on I mean,
0: that. I got you on that. So during this like this quarantine and all and all this, um, what what kind of like what is driving you, for you to come up with more creative material? So once we eventually, in five years, open up as for the world, like what what's
2: your driving force? Well, I really want to get back out on the stage. I mean, just the the fact that it went away, it was like it's like such a. Dagger in the heart. It's like you're just like you miss it, and then fucking Florida acting like shitheads. You know what I mean? It's like put your fucking mask on, Miles. You know what I mean? We got <laughs> we got shit to do. Um,
0: we do everybody. Everybody listening to this, they, they need to take take a couple things out of this. Number one, <laughs> wear a fucking mask.
2: <laughs> yeah, wear a mask, man. Just so just so we can go back. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. My- we 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 want to go back into normalcy. <laughs> Yo, my fucking, my girlfriend's dad is like this super Republican dude. And so he was like, as soon as Trump was like, masks are stupid, he was like, yeah, I don't wear masks anymore. And I'm like, you're fucking 84, bro. You want to die right on this grocery trip or what?
0: (laughs) Put your mask on, man. Holy shit. (laughs) Yeah. So.
2: But, yeah, it's like just just let us get back out there because I didn't realize it. But, man, it's it's the only – it's really the only thing I have. I have nothing without it. And I didn't – there's been many a times over the last couple of years where I'm like, that's my last set. I'm never going on stage again just because, you know, I get pissed about this or that. And and now I realize I was really just talking out of my ass because I don't think I could live without this. Um and so, yeah, that's my – my driving force is to get back. So I've been sending emails, and it sucks because I'll send emails to v- venues and stuff, and some sometimes uh, the replies will be, hey, we went out of business, you know, and that's fucking that awful, man. Yeah, and so – yeah, yeah it, and that's just the reality of the wor- world, man. Like, people are fucking – in really – this has really affected some people, you know? yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So when you, when you really dig into it, it's definitely affected so many people and so many small businesses. And, you know, I, I don't think they're definitely looking at the big picture of it. It's more come more of a, yeah. a political
2: venture it than sure it has. Else, <coughs> I'd, you know, rather unfortunately. You, I'd rather you wear a Confederate flag mask than no mask at all. You know at what at I mean? This point, right? <laughs> right. Plus it'll if you have what? Your, plus it'll cover up your face tattoos, you know? Um, <laughs> You fucking scumbags. Get back in the trailer till it's over.
1: I like you. I really do. You're
2: cool. <laughs> so uh Yeah. So I don't know, I, dude. I just, that's that's what that's where I'm I've been hanging my hope on that. So if they tell us that it's gonna be another year, I will I don't know. i I'm not that stable of a guy. I will take a bath with a toaster. I'm not above that, you know. Um, so I haven't been able to write much either because, like I said, I write about my life and I practice it on stage, and then that's how I come up with stuff. And so I I wrote this shit. If I could find my notebook, I, I wrote this joke about being forty. It's garbage, bro. It doesn't even work. I have no one to, and if no one to like bounce shit off of. Oh no! I wrote this one about a work friend. This is this is funny. Here, this will be the first time anybody's ever heard this joke. Oh. Hey, you ever run into somebody you work with outside of work? I'm talking about a person you see five days a week. You'd never say a word to them, but the moment you see them in in the real world, you're like, "Oh my god, it's Jeff! Holy <laughs> fuck! I haven't seen you since five o'clock. How have <laughs> you done? <laughs>
0: you know what I mean? Uh, Something like that, but it's so true
2: though.
0: Yeah, but it's I would be so true. Find, <laughs> I know
2: uh, I would be able to find this. Uh, I'd be able to find the the actual joke in there better if I could just talk to people. Um, I hear
0: you. I hear you. That's 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 gotta be tough for you, man. But but you know, let's 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 ask some questions to get you a little, know you a, little, you a little bit more. So, Andrew, you got like a couple questions right off the top of your head, like okay.
1: right now. Do you know who Kyle cease is
2: Kyle cease
1: yeah, the comedian um he had this uh he had this uh special it was called what was it? weirder black weirder blacker dimpler or something and it was like the set was just like one one continuous like joke throughout the whole thing and it was just like not not like poop jokes you know essentially the whole time but I feel like I feel like if you can if you can write off like Like one joke into the next, I feel like that's like a really cool thing. Have you ever, have you ever had a set where you're just fucking hitting every single, you know, every single joke and everybody's vibing with you?
2: Yeah, dude. Yeah. There's something. People refer to it as like being in the zone or the killing zone and like, and like some of it is stuff that's written and that's just like in your brain and then some of it is just on the fly and it's all just like weaving together in this like magical moment and it's like, and it's like, you, when you're in there, it's, yeah, I've done that. Um, and yeah, there's something really great when you can like just everything is like smooth and yeah, I, so, the answer is, to answer your question, I've never heard of this guy, but I'll definitely check it out. Um, two, transitions are great for like, if, if, if you can write smoothly from one subject into the other, and it's just like, it's just like a good conversation. And, uh, and three, yeah, I have problems with that sometimes. You know what I mean? I just run out of gas on a subject, and I'm like, so, uh, gas prices are high again. Um, uh, you know. <laughs>
0: So alright, um I got, I just got a, a normal question. Uh so favorite uh porn star.
2: Oh man, Cherokee to ass. Andrew, do okay. you know?
1: I'm I'm gonna Google right now because never heard of this woman.
2: The last name is D apostrophe A S S <laughs> <laughs> Cherokee and you'll know why the moment her a picture comes up, you'll know exactly why she's my favorite. <laughs> that
1: that is, dummy thick. I don't know.
2: <laughs>
1: yes, sir. So I I don't find I don't find women with big butts attractive because I don't know if I have the pipe enough pipe to lay, you know, past oh, yeah. the ass if I'm hitting it from behind. It makes me feel emasculated <laughs> or whatever. So I like a woman no, who's just hilarious. flat. It's just
2: real flat and boring. <laughs> Make, makes me deeper. shine. Yeah. Yo, Andrew, that's hilarious. I uh, I had a roommate named Jason, right? Uh, and uh, he put he picked up this girl from the bar that had the fattiest fatty, right? It was so big. And he was scared. He was scared to hit a doggie. He, he, like, came out and he was like, hey, I'm scared of this. And, uh, yeah, so he was, like, in their missionary, like, Mm, How do how do you like that? Mm? Mm, Is this satisfying?
1: I was I was talking to this girl and she was like, yeah, the last guy I fucked, he tried hitting it from the back and he was going at it. He was literally just fucking her ass cheeks, and she like she she was so embarrassed, she didn't want to like tell him anything. She let him finish like that. It's like that's gotta be so so fucking embarrassing.
2: You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Oh my god! All right, um, a couple more. Um, favorites. Uh, I see you wearing a a, a Simpson shirt.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, all right. So so favorite uh Simpson's character.
2: Favorite Mo, Mo Sislak, wow. baby. All yes. Right. I fucking love Mo and his like... Remember that episode where he had like a like a rope for a belt? <laughs> <laughs> <It> was, Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I love how sleazy. Poor shystery That I love that about Mo. He's definitely my favorite. <laughs> I love, yeah,
0: both good. Mo would be one I want to be. Um, let's see here,
2: Andrew, you got one. Uh,
1: wh- when you did drink, what was your drink of choice?
2: Oh man, I would. Phew. Well, beer because uh, I had to have something all at all. Uh, beer. But, Jameson, yeah, beer and Jameson. All, Jameson's real. Beer was like the base. Like imagine, like you got like a, like a meal, and they put like a lettuce bed down, and then they put the stuff on top of the lettuce. So beer was my lettuce, and then and then Jameson whiskey, and then or whatever was there. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I. When I first moved to New York, I was so broke. I would have a backpack full of beer that I would go to bars with, and uh, and then I would go in the bathroom and drink these warm beers I've been uh, carting around on the train all day and just, like, pound them before I go up on stage because, you know, I can't go on stage sober. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, yeah. So, yeah, I've been busted a few times drinking beers they don't sell at certain venues, you know? <laughs> if I made the mistake of getting booked at, like, a classier uh, venue... Where they don't sell like PBR or something, I'll be like, "Oh, this is going to be tough," you know.
1: I've never <laughs> related to somebody so much in
0: my
2: entire <laughs> life. Yeah, <laughs> God,
0: that's good. I'm glad that we can bring this together for for <laughs> for, for both of you, especially Andrew. We're
2: chilling, chilling, <laughs> baby. Um.
0: All right, so we did that. We did that, Andrew. So um, one one more, one more good one.
1: Are you gonna say? Are you gonna say one, or or you do you want me to say one?
0: You got one. Go right ahead.
1: Okay, so like, if if you're to pick a venue, that it doesn't have to be some grandiose venue, but like one that means a lot to you. Which one would be one that you want to play someday?
2: Well, I want to really play at the comedy, the world famous comedy store in L.A. Um, I did go on stage there one time, but it was part of the potluck. Open mic thing on Mondays, but I would like to do like a real set there for sure. Um, and the thing is, I have a friend who's a doorman there who kind of cheated and snuck me in into the list because usually it's like a lottery and it's hard to get. It's really hard. And uh, but just just being in the in the comedy store, you feel like that history of like Kinnison and everybody who's been there, and it's just like ah yeah. If I could get. If I could go. So, I've only been on stage for three minutes at the comedy store in my life. I would like to get up there for a fourth minute. Uh, yeah, definitely that. But my home club was uh, Milwaukee's Comedy Cafe, and they went out of business. And so, if they could resurrect that place, I would love to get back on stage there. You know what I mean? That was my home.
0: Nice. Nice. Well, <clears throat>
2: Damon, uh we
0: definitely appreciate your time, sir. Um, yes, and thank
2: you guys for having me. This was a lot of fun.
0: This, this was fun. Well, we'll definitely have to, to reach out again in, you know, six months and see where everybody's at. Um, Too but many for bucks. everybody, yeah, we're, 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 where can we find you?
2: Okay, well, my website has everything on there. So it's DamonMillard.com, DamonMillard.com. And, uh, then on. The other socials are at Millard Comedy, M-I-L-L-A-R-D, so at Millard Comedy on Instagram and Twitter. And then I also run something called Punching Bag Comedy, so you can find that on Facebook. Um, but all of that's if you just go to my website, you find all that shit. And, uh, yeah, so there's that. But, oh, on YouTube, go to – I want – I'm hoping to blow up the low budget show because it's really become like my uh, baby. Pre- it's been like my baby since quarantines kept me from doing anything else. Yeah. And uh, this next one, this Friday is super funny. Trust me, you're gonna have to trust me on that. I
0: I, I can't <laughs> wait. I, I enjoy it. Like I went back and I, and I literally like sat and watched. I've been, watch- been watched binge watched all your stuff. I mean, so oh, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So it's good. So uh, I'm looking forward for 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 this Friday. For your Father's Day one. So um, when does this
2: when does this podcast come out?
0: So this one is going to uh, be released on Monday.
2: Oh, okay. So yeah. by the time this comes out, the that episode will be available.
0: Awesome. Yes. So uh, yeah, it's kind of weird, like the way you have to like present your podcast in the sense of like yeah. when things are getting released and did. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So by the time this is released, when you're listening to this, go back. And uh, check out Damon's uh, YouTube channel. Yeah, go watch it right now. (laughs) Go watch it right (laughs) now. Um, So with that, Damon, like I said, we appreciate you coming on. And uh, we'll definitely have to do this again.
2: Yeah, man. Thanks a lot, man. This was a lot of fun.
0: Thank you for listening to the Second City Podcast. If you're listening to this on Apple, please leave us a nice review. Rate us five stars. It would be greatly appreciated. Regardless of what app you're listening to this fine podcast on, leave us a a rating. Leave us a review. All right? Let everybody know that this podcast is the shit. Thank you very much. We appreciate you listening, and we will talk to you guys very, very soon.